Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. What's up, fool? Happy New Year, man. We're back for the New Year's. Happy New Year. We're here with Rodrigo Torres. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Happy New Year, everybody. Hell yeah. Happy New Year. I already broke my New Year's resolution. I started smoking weed like two hours ago, but it's okay. It was weed from last year, so (laughs) it don't really count, man. And I have a pound left. (laughs) I'm just kidding. It's illegal to own a pound. You have What's the legal right? You have to... Half a pound, right? <laughs> yeah, half a pound and ten plants, ten plants growing with no clones. <laughs> That's the thing, man. When um, attack of the clones. When I used to go to the um downtown medicinal place, it was in downtown. I used to go to this place in downtown that um I went there because there was um stand up comedy there. Stand up comedy. It was a downtown art district. It was right on right on First Street. By the goal line. And that's when the... First Street and Anderson, I think. When the dispensaries first started popping out, huh? Yeah, First Street and Santa Fe. It would be like to be in the beginning, right? And I went there because they had stand-up comedy. Somebody booked me for a show there, and then like I did like my 10 minutes, and I got paid in hash. And I just stood there for other than leave till they closed. <laughs> like the guy, like on your joke, the guy that'll smoke all your shit. <laughs> I ended up owing them money. Then... <laughs> And I started going there, right? And there used to be a lot of weirdos. I started being vegan because of that place. Yeah, food. That's when I first started, like, in eating vegan food. There was this lady named Sugar, Sugar Mama, or Miss Sugar, that black woman. Is that and, the place we used to drive into? They have that big-ass wall? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Right there was legit, man. Like, you had plants that were on your name. So they, they kept it legit. Because the way a license works, I guess, is that... um. 
the medicinal shop, when you become a member there, they're keeping they're storing your weed for you there. That's what it's called to be a collective. Huh? A collective, yeah. So although every time you, you want to medicate, you got to get it from that place. That's why they're under log. It says, "Well, Felipe's part is a member here, and, and, that, and so um, the weed that we have here is for him. So and whatever medicine that he takes is for him. So at this place, they took it to the next level. Like I had to water plants." <laughs> I will walk in there and that guy will say, um, move this, he'll grab that shovel and move this dirt. And I'll do it. I didn't even do it for that long. Just two seconds. I will move the dirt. And he goes, all right, move on. Look at field hand. They have proof that everybody messed with the dirt. And then the next month when it's time to harvest, okay, man, water it. So everybody will take turns, water it. Then it starts growing, man. Then by the next, by like a seven months, it starts growing, and they'll tell you to um, water some of these plants with a with a spray bottle, and then um, that's it, man. I never got to clip it. <laughs> Me collective story, dude. So there used to be this old lady. Her name was Grandma. They just called her Grandma, and she would just bring these old ass cookies and give everybody cookies. She would be baking treats and shit. Yeah, she would. Hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> Hitting mad dabs, bro. Shut up. Dude, I thought that little gonna die there with me. What a grandma like that! Like, dog. I'm, I'm sitting next to her. I'm doing hash. And he goes, "Hi there," <laughs> and like, and like, man, I'm not gonna give her no dab, man. She gonna, she ain't gonna die in my watch. <laughs> what she looked like, who? Old bro. <laughs> she know what she looked like. She looked like Uncle Junior from The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> She looked like that, an old man from the Six Flags Magic Mountain commercial. <laughs> and I will get there around three, right? Or whatever, like, because my wife, Lisa, she will work at um at a job. She will leave in the morning, bro, like 7.30, just to make it to work at 8.30 in Santa Monica. Fuck. That's how bad traffic is. Back then. Dude. Man, and now she has to leave at 6 to make it there at 9. Damn, dude, traffic is screwed. So, when you're when you're like when you're when you have a wife or a girlfriend that works all day and you're like an artist, <laughs> no, there's a lot of people out there who say they're artists or they paint, <laughs> they paint or they take photography. I don't know, man. I don't think you should. If you're a photographer, you should have a job too, bro. <laughs> I mean, are you doing it busting out a camera? There's a lot of photographers lately, you know. I know, man. Like, take you know what? Take take your camera to work. <laughs> take pictures of your employees, of your cubicle. Man, be like the guy from American Splendor. He never quit. <laughs> he kept working his ass up because he knows, movie, man. He don't want to lose his benefits. <laughs> There's some artist jobs that you could just still keep doing your regular job. Like, no, nah, man, I got a quick minority. What do you do, bro? I'm a, I'm a set designer. When was the last time you set design anything? Fucking set design this couch. <laughs> set design your mom's house. You know, if you have an art, just say you, you're a photographer. I'm not trying to come down to any photographer. You could be a painter. You could be a stand-up comedian, too. Rodrigo right here, man, he still kills roaches on the side, right? Hell yeah, dog. So when he ain't with me, man, that fool over there spraying, bro. He's like the exterminator. I'll be back. <laughs> Hey, help me out, Rod. <laughs> hey, man, you know, he helps out Mando Cosillo. By the way, they're available, man, 24 hours a day, man. The <laughs> La Cucaracha Pest Control. If Pops answers, hang up. <laughs> Who's that drunk guy? <laughs> 
But hey, fool. But it's true what you say, though, dude. Like, as far as a photographer, though, dog, come on, dog. Really, fool? You got to take your gear out? Yeah. All you have is a fucking backpack, fool. I know. And most guys just want to take photography just to fucking fuck chicks. <laughs> or get into the show for free, huh, dog? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I'm telling this photographer was trying to get um some girl that follows me on Instagram. What's her name? Dab. The Dab Queen? queen? The Dab Queen. <laughs> Follow her. The Dab Queen. And then she told him straight up, man, you know what? I would go take photographs with you guys, but you guys never publish it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, if you're a photographer, don't lie to the girl. Public. Don't say, yeah, I know, I know people in magazines and I know uh, Street Low. You know, I know Gilbert from Street Low. You know, you don't know Gilbert from Street Low because I know him and you don't know him. We're not promising these women, all these Boy, uh, let me tell you, if, you're a, if you have a daughter who's under um, 18 years old and she has um, dreams of being a model, <laughs> slap her <laughs> into reality. First of all, if she's 5'1", forget about it. <laughs> Ain't nobody hiring a 5'1 model. Miniatura. <laughs> okay, if your daughter is not 5'10 right now at 12 years old, she ain't going to be no model. Okay. <laughs> Your daughter is not going to be a model. Stop wasting your money on baby pageants. Your daughter is not going to grow past five ten. She ain't going to be no model unless she she starts growing. I don't know, man. Can you make people taller? <laughs> Supposedly they were doing some shit in Hollywood a couple years ago where they break your shin bones and they separate them to give you some uh, length. I don't know. That's what I heard, dude. Because I remember like I some, some this girl on Facebook. She sent me a page. Um. I know you have I know you have a lot of people that, that like you, you know, and I support your comedy and I go to all your shows. My daughter would love to go, but she's not old enough. But um I'm sharing if I get enough people to like this photographer's um Facebook page, he's gonna give my daughter a free um a, a free um photo session. A free a free photo show session at his studio. I wanna tell her, listen, you dumbass. <laughs> You're as dumb as your daughter. Eh? Buy a camera. <laughs> you do the photo session. That's all you got to do. You have a phone. People don't realize that the how magical a phone is. Hell yeah, fool. This phone right here records movies, takes photos, edits photos, changes images. You do not need a professional photographer. Hell yeah. He's not even going to send you a JPEG. Come on, man. I remember... Back in the day, my girls be talking about, man, what happens to your photo? Oh, these fucking photographer won't give them to me. Yeah, fool. It's funny, dude. A lot of chicks get fucking, um, get taken like that, huh? Like that, like right now, man, I've been trying to, uh, we've been trying to get my photo on the improv, right? The improv. The improv has photo. They have a, by the way, I have a Mitch Hedberg photo that somehow Tight. I snagged. <laughs> so I have a Mitch Hedberg improv photo, the one with the bricks. They have one of the George Lopez. They have one of the devil. They have one of, um, <laughs> I don't think they have um, Gabriel Iglesias, Sarah Silverman. They're everywhere, man. They're at the Funny Bones, you know, or Levity Lives. They're improv photos. I've been trying to get my improv photo on for a long time. And I was talking to the guy at the Ontario Improv. You know, Lisa was. He goes, yeah, um, I noticed Felipe's photo wasn't up here. The manager, you know, doing the managerial works. I noticed Felipe's <laughs> photo wasn't up here. I don't know what's the deal. You got all these other guys. And these guys don't even sell out shows. That's her words, not mine. <laughs> and um, she said, uh, well, we're trying to get the guy who takes the photos. 
is some guy. I don't know his name, but the guy who, who takes the photos for the improv, he said it's kind of it's kind of hard to get a hold of him, you know, because he's the guy that takes the photos for all the improvs. Let me tell you, man. <laughs> if you own the improvs and you hire someone to take photos for the improv, it shouldn't be hard to take the photos from a guy. Fire the motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. What's going on? Some Fire him. Fire him and get a new a, a new person, a 20-year-old hungry person that will take photos because he's happy, not because he wants to start a fucking podcast <laughs> or go on tour with the, with Nick Swarson <laughs> or be all up in doing? the mix at the improv bar. Come on, man. Give me my fucking photo, you fucking asshole. <laughs> and, give it, and put it at the Ontario Improv, you son of a bitch. Anyways, enough of that, eh? So <laughs> moving on, you moving know. Moving on, man. Let's move on. Let's just move on now. Okay, uh, people. Enough of that. I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a little moment right there. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay, man. If Killing you guys want to shop for a camera and be a photographer or 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 do anything like that or whatever you want to do, go to our Amazon search window on Felipe'sworld.com. Amazon search window. That's where I bought everybody's gift this year. And guess what? They sent me back $100. <laughs> she came late, dog. Yes. So, yeah. Did you have a happy Christmas, bro? Did yeah, your parents was... give you presents? Fool, I got sheets. Sheets. <laughs> Fucking sheets, dog. Oh, did, they come with, did they come with holes in them? <laughs> well, I bought everybody everything. I got sheets, fool. My mom still didn't give me nothing. <laughs> nothing, bro. Nothing, bro. Let me the car. I didn't give her nothing either, though. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! Yeah, that's all I got with sheets for nobody. <laughs> it's all good. Bro. They were like, give her like, get like a like a whack ass present from some a family member, like a shirt you could have bought at Sears. Oh, stupid shit for white shirts or socks, really, motherfucker. Yeah, man, I I I, I get that shit too, man. Underwears, but I got two cool shirts this time. I got a, a Superman T shirt with a Superman, and I got a um a Star Wars one. Hell yeah, pretty which one? tight. The whack ass, the new movie, bro. Oh, uh, the new one. Hell yeah. Spoiler alert, bro. <laughs> I hope you guys didn't like watch it. Star Wars yet, because we're gonna spoil the movie right now. <laughs> that movie sucked. You didn't like it, bro. I, I liked it, but I, I, I just did not get how Kyle Renner or Kylo Renner, whatever his name is, the new Darth Vader, Darth Vader's grandson, fucking weak ass powers, huh? Yeah, I thought he was gonna do like do some fucking crazy shit, dude. And it was like he was almost gonna get to the point to do something, and that's it. Oh yes, and um. Also, um, like in, you, you saw the movie, right? Remember yeah, dude, I seen it when it came out. In the beginning of the movie, he he stopped a laser with his force. Like he had, he stopped. Bzzz, it was just floating, right? The laser bzzz, floating, right? How you if you could fucking stop a laser, motherfucker? How you gonna let Chewbacca shoot your ass? Say this, we You know Chewbacca was gonna shoot your ass after you fucking killed Han Solo, motherfucker. You don't think there's going to be a re- reaction, you asshole? As soon as you fucking heard Chewbacca go, rrr, rrr, you should have been ready for that fucking bullet or that laser that could have come to your ribs. Why do you think they got, got, he was able to get shot, though? Do you think they threw a, a little bit of motion? You know why? Because Disney did that movie and not fucking George Lucas. <laughs> it was fucking whoever. It was Bill Abrams. I don't know. It was David Abrams. He did the, the new movie. J.J. Abrams. Abrams. Thank you, bro. J.J. <laughs> Abrams. David Abrams. What the fuck is David Abrams? Some other dude. It's cousin. Some other dude, man. <laughs> doing cartoons somewhere. 
luring young girls to do photography photo <laughs> sessions. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's the only problem I had that about that. You? And the only reason I brought that up is because Matt Walker, Matt Walker, our, our, our guest on You've the podcast. Guest, comedian, fellow comedian. Look him up on Facebook. He wrote, a, he wrote a whole blog about what he disliked about the new Star Wars movie. And that was one of his takes was the laser. He didn't believe that shit. And also this, man. Makes sense, though. This is why they didn't believe in the beginning. Of the, uh, they're not taking the, in the movie. Why? Why is a stormtrooper hiring black fools now? <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. That was what what every every racist person was saying. Dude, I was on tripping out on that. I'm serious, man. Oh no, I I'm just that repeating shit. what they were saying. They're hating on that fool like they hate on Obama, huh, dog? And, and also too, man. And and if you guys saw the last Star Wars. The, all these stormtroopers were clones from Boba Fett's father. If you guys don't remember, Jargon Fett, who who is um who is um actually a Maori, who is Jakey Jake from that movie um Once World War Warriors. That's Jakey Jake. I don't know his fucking real name, but you know that's him. And um he he plays Boba Fett's father, Jargon Fett, and actually um Boba Fett is a clone of his father. So all these fools ended up being stormtroopers, weak-minded, of course, stormtroopers. But so now I guess the why they have a black stormtrooper is the reason is because there ain't no more clones, you know, because they killed them all already, right? So now they're just picking up kids like they do in South Africa and Nigeria when they want to fight a war. They go out and grab little orphans. So I guess uh, Finn was an orphan. Uh, or uh, which um, I probably think he's related to Samuel Jackson, Mass <laughs> Windu. Yeah, Mace Windu. Mace Windu, only brother of uh, Jedi. A great grandchild, because this man. So anybody could just pick up a fucking lightsaber and light it up now. <laughs> Remember when we were Jedi's nice? We're fucking something to look up to, something to be, something to grasp, something you, you get chosen for. Now any motherfucker could just pick up a fucking Jedi. Like to we're going to have fucking cholos walking around with your boulevard <laughs> with fucking Jedi. What's up, puto? What? You're lying to me. Oh, fuck you, puto. What's your fucking lightsaber red, hoes? Where you from? Where you from? Eureka? Get your northern ass out of here. Yeah, man. So that's another one. And that little chapel looking lady, <laughs> the one with the big eyeballs, when they were at the at the at the bar, when they, when they got that life, they, yeah, she's the one that told Finn, "You can do it." How did she know? So what what's what's her role in that shit, dude? Like, cause she's been around for thousands of years, right? Never seen an old movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a problem with that. Also, man, remember in um, Luke Skywalker had to be taught. How to wield that, um, was that the right word? Wield? Yeah. Or yield, right? That fucking lightsaber, okay? Yeah, wield it. He was like, they, he was like hitting this, you know, they blindfolded him and they said, Dale, 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 no pierdes el pino, porque si lo pierdes, pierdes el camino. You know, lo, he was hitting a piñata, basically, bro. <laughs> they blindfolded him oh, and he was, eating a, he was hitting a piñata. Trying to hit that lightsaber. And they put the helmet on him. And he could, he was learning how to be a light, uh, Jedi blindfolded. Now, 
he still wasn't ready, right? They knew he still wasn't ready. That's why fucking um, Obi-Wan Kenobi sent that fool to the swamps for fucking gladiator school with fucking Yoda. 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 Yeah, yeah. And I'm Return of the Jedi. He sent him over there. Obi-Wan Kenobi sent him to Yoda, to, to, Yoda to, to learn from the best Jedi Knight ever. So he was sent over there. Now, when he was sent over there, he, he, he really didn't learn the last phase of, um, of how to be a Jedi because fucking Yoda fucking died. But he taught him how to lift shit up, like how to lift his um, X-Wing fighter and then take off. Now, all of a sudden, this fucking chick knows how to fucking yield a fucking lightsaber out of nowhere. And so does Finn. And they can, they can beat up a fucking dark knight? I don't believe it, man. Time-wise, it doesn't make sense. But from what I hear, the stormtroopers, reading from Matt Walker and from what other people wrote and from books that were written about Star Wars, these star, these troopers are taught Jedi how to yield a lightsaber or how to fight a, Je- a Jedi since they killed all the fucking Jedis in the last movie. But... um. There was a fight in in the fucking when they were there at the the fake Tatooine where they were at the fake Tatooine when they were fighting and one of the light one of those stormtroopers he had like a a nightstick that had lightsaber capabilities on the tips right Remember right that? right that's lightsaber the power but it, it, it's a lightsaber but he was fighting it off he was he was fighting shit off with that lightsaber and. At the same time, when they're walking, that um, what's his name, Kylo Renner, or Kylo Kenner, the uh, the girl, the guy, the black guy, the dark guy, what's his name, the dark oh. fader guy, what's his name? Oh, I don't know, dude. You didn't see the movie? I seen it, but I didn't fucking. Well, Kylo, whatever his fucking name is, that dude, he when he's walking, Finn is still wearing his stormtrooper fucking helmet, and he, and he like he he kind of like comes out of it, like he snaps out of it. He don't want to be a stormtrooper. He can't kill all these fucking villagers. And as he's do as he's thinking about not doing that, that um dark night motherfucker um that passes by and they, they make eye contact, but then he turns around and keeps walking. Then later on, twenty minutes into the movie, that German looking Gestapo fool inside the fake Death Star tells him, We had a stormtrooper who um A Wall and escaped. And then the Dark Knight knew were they were they four four five four five were they five and nine yes that was him so I'm guessing man <clears throat> Finn must be a Jedi or have some Jedi capabilities that he's unaware of because why would um why would um that Dark Knight fool Kyle whatever Kyle whatever know or sense that this guy's gonna leave or because you know he, he why would he know. Only if you're the Jedi. I'm telling you, bro. It's they're deep, all, bro. Yeah, they're cut from the same cloth, fool. Yeah. Because, I mean, dude, I've never been a fucking... I've seen Star Wars, never really too much paid attention with it. Just, you know, the Attack of the Clone one and the Phantom Menace and this one. But I thought it was cool, but I, I don't know if... I don't fucking cut through layers and figure out that this shit's fucking deeper than that. It's almost biblical, huh, fool? I know, man. And and then the Emperor, the new Emperor, the guy sitting on that fucking big fucking chair... The one is telling guy, the one that's giving all the orders. He's sitting. He's he's a giant. He's like um, I don't even know his name right now. But he's um, he's telling that Dark Knight guy, that dark 
that Sith Lord, whatever his name. What's his name? Kylo, Kylo Ren. Ren. He's telling Kylo Ren that you gotta. He goes, you gotta kill that bitch, motherfucker. What the fuck's wrong with you? Letting that little fucking bitch fucking take your. You can't kill her. You can't get the truth out of her. And a lot of people were saying, who was that emperor guy? Because um um. So now to know to find out who that motherfucker is, you gotta go back to um, the last movie when when uh, when Darth Vader became Darth Vader, uh, General um, Papaline or Palpatine, General Palpatine, General Palpatine, when Darth Vader, Christian, the the actor Christian, you know Anakin Walker, he was fucking burned out, man. He was fucking sad, you know. I think he had just killed him. Um. um Princess Leah's daughter. What's in the Princess Leah's daughter name? I don't, I don't even know, dude. Oh, no. What was that? Princess, <laughs> Princess Leah's mom's name. Amadala. Amadala had just died. And he was pumped. He was fucking sad, right? Amadala. Paquine, whatever her name was. Anyway, Darth Vader's old lady in the other movie. When he was a young kid, he was burned out. He was thinking, should I be in the dark side? Or should I just be in the, the use the, be a regular Jedi? And General Palpatine told him, my last master had the power to bring back life. So he had the power of reincarnation, bro. He had the power of, of um, Jesus Christ's powers to bring back life the way that um, life was brought back to, um, to fucking, um, you know, bring back life. So General Palpatine said that his last master had taught him how to, kill people and bring them back to life. But Palpatine said, I killed my master. So I'm thinking, motherfucker, you think you killed a motherfucker, but how are you going to fuck you think he killed it if he came back in this movie? So if he had the powers to bring back and take out life, I think he might have used General Palpatine to fucking um, kill him so he could just become this, this immortal person that's going to come back and, you know, bring the dark back to light. Damn, dog. Fuck, dude, you just busted out a blog right now. About well, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> I can't watch a movie without Googling shit. <laughs> oh, fool. What I, up, dog? Being a, a, a SAG member who doesn't work, <laughs> I'm, I'm part of the Screen Actors Guild, and I just saw The Big Short. Oh, okay. You you got all your uh, your, pre your movies? Yeah, I saw The Big Short, bro. Oh, my God. God, is it badass or what? It's badass. Yeah, you know, it's badass. About it. uh, this movie should be. I haven't seen any other movie, but right now it should be. I'm gonna vote for it for best picture on the Screen Actors Guild. Yeah, I oh, mean yeah. it is badass, dude. It's a badass movie, bro. And um, dude, it's about the the financial crisis. How the these guys, you know, you know when uh, the market went down and Morgan Chase and Lehman Brothers and Bear Stearns, Fannie Mae and all Fannie that Mac, and they, they all lost their money. These guys bet it that they were going to lose their money. Are you serious? Will? Yes. These guys went, went to all these people because, um, spoiler alert, because um, <laughs> these people, they figured it out, bro, because the market, the housing market had crashed in 1930. Right, because they were giving subprime loans to people who couldn't afford it at a very low rate, and um, 
when you get a subprime subprime loan at a very low rate, you know real estate, right? A little bit. It's like you're getting a loan for five thousand dollars, right? But you really can't afford five thousand dollars, right? But you figure that your job in five years is going to be making more money, so you're going to be able to afford it, right? So here we are five years later, but you're not making the same money. And now you're paying three times more than you were paying five years ago, but you're still making the same type of money. You're going to lose your house. Right. You're going to be able to make the payments. Because so, what happens is that when they the, – the, what I heard with the adjustable mortgages, fucking you're paying 1500 bucks. Three years later, you're yeah. paying 3000 bucks, and yeah. you're making the same money, then you're fucked up. You're fucked up. So these guys – this is a math, bro. This guy was like a, a he was a doctor of math or whatever. Sort of economics for that. So bullshit. he figured that shit. He figured that shit out, and he went to like Morgan Chase. He went to um, all these banks, and he said, um, "I wanna." Um, he started. He started buying all the other other um, other other loans, bro. Yeah, because they get that shit gets bought and sold like nothing, right? So he bought like a. He bought like he spent like a billion dollars. Damn. I don't know how much he spent, but he spent uh, tons of money and was paying them every month, right? Because every month they were not losing, and finally it all went down, bro. Man, his stock his stock went up to 400%. Really? Yeah. So remember, remember in 48 hours when, um, not 48 hours, trading places when, when um, Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd they cornered the market with oranges because they knew, somehow they knew that the weather for oranges was going to be a good weather for oranges and everybody was going to make orange juice. So that's the real report that they got from the guy Binks, the guy that ended up getting fucked by a gorilla at the end of the movie. He had the, the real report from the, from the farmer general or the FDA that, the weather for oranges was going to be perfect. There's going to be a, a yield of a lot of oranges in California, Florida, and the the bad weather that is not going to affect the price of oranges. So, the the they Bill, um, Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd in, in that movie Trading Places, they sent the wrong report to those two brothers, the old men. They said that the weather was going to affect the oranges, and it's going to be weak. Orange supplies, oranges is going to be expensive, blah, blah, blah. You know, no, there's going to be a shortage of orange juice all over the country. So these fools started courting the market and started buying up all the oranges, bro, at the, whatever price it was. And then um, they started buying and buying and buying all the oranges. What they were buying, what they were buying, they were buying all the all the oranges, bro. Buying all the stock, you know, at that at that price, wherever it was. And at the same time, Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd, they were they were selling the stock at like cheap prices. So they were selling it. They were selling it. They were selling it. They were selling it. They were selling cheap orange stock to losers, right? And then those people were running to those two brothers and selling it at a profit, right? So they were they were selling his orange stock, and they were take, and those people were taking those orange stock and selling it to the to um to um those two greedy brothers, right? They were buying them. So when the when the real wreck when the real story came out that the orange stock was fucking gonna be good, everybody was going in a frenzy. That's when Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd was buying back all the oranges at a fucking low price. 
whatever price, and they made a fucking, you know, they, they it, make millions. Upside down, then Mortimer and his brother ended up yeah. on the fucking street. So they were selling it for real cheap and buy whatever, and then they made money. Yeah, dude, the housing thing is crazy, dude, because I even like Alan Greenspan, he was a fucking... Um, the head of the federal, oh, he said supposedly when that motherfucker was a, wrote his doctorate, he foreshadowed this whole fucking shit that was gonna crumble. And Nobody believed it. it. Nobody. Isn't that fucking nuts, fool? But see, the thing is with that shit, Felipe, it's, those fools that are the main players or the fucking the fools that can pull strings. You have mad capital that you can do that, dog. Dick, what are we gonna do, fool? Fool in in Florida, it got so bad like people they 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 show these. Remember, dude, you remember, you remember. When we're at Daily Planet, when we're at Wild Coyotes back in, in 2004, 2000, all these baller real estate. Yeah, all these, so all these suits. They, they were loan um, officers. Loan officers all fucking brokers. around doing cocaine. Hell yeah. Parting it up. Buying bro, mad drinks. Like, like, we're, like, like the Wolf of Downey. We could sketch. For real. They were like the wolf of fucking Downey, California. <laughs> All the, the wolf of Downey. They were partying there, bro, bro. And they knew, they were, bro. <clears throat> they were selling houses to a bunch of immigrants, just like in the movie. A bunch of paisas, bro. And there was a guy in the movie that was renting a house. And when, when they were doing the research to see if, if people have defrauded on on their loans, because everybody was not paying their houses six months behind, yeah, four months huh? behind, seven months behind, and then people started adding it up. What the fuck? There's going to be a million people losing their homes. So we got to get in on this, right? So one guy, he was like a you know a, a regular blue-collar guy, you know, living with his wife and his baby, and the guy come knocking. Um, you know, you, you, haven't, um, you haven't paid the, the, the house in six months. Hey, man, I pay my rent every month to my landlord. And he goes, landlord, what's your, he goes, he goes is this a house of of um, Chewy Lopez Beto? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my landlord's dog's name. Pool, that guy got the house on his dog's name. Because back then, bro, they were not checking anything. Like, you could go in there with like, oh, I only make $1,000 a year. Fuck it, we'll get your loan. Because those guys that were signing those papers, the bank was giving them the money anyway, so they were making their money right through the profits. So this loan, as when you buy a home, as soon as you buy a home, three months later, that your 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 money that loan is sold to somebody. The bank sells it for a profit, you know, and then that person sells it to somebody else for a profit, okay, and then that person sells it to another person on another loan for a profit. See, you're you're still paying. You're paying your your same fifteen hundred dollars, but it now it's going to like it's been sold to different people. So if no one's paying, shit, <laughs> fucking shit up. And then some motherfucker in China owns that loan. Yeah, right? so that's how it, that's how it rolls, bro. No that's one's crazy. paying, and you know, dude, and, I, and I no one got arrested, dog. No fuck, dude, that's your dick. No Come one on. got arrested, bro. This movie highlights all that shit. And and you know what's crazy what you're saying too about like uh, the Latinos that we knew because you even knew a, ch- a chick that was like she hit, told me that's what I'm and, and, my ex and I used to hate that shit fool when like people did, like did us, I tell take, you yeah they take advantage of I told you fool if you felt like fucking hitting those people in the head with the oh, fucking no, brick, dude dog. I, I haven't seen Scandalous. her forever I'm pretty sure I hope she's locked up somewhere <laughs> uh, she would tell bitch. she was I remember she, uh, she, she was all bummed out you know going like oh these people are gonna lose their homes. And I was telling my wife, I was telling my wife, we were watching this movie, and then and then she she asked me, was she that 
she knew. She knew. Yeah, Cause dude. see, man, when you uh, if you're most real, if you're a real estate person, most people, you know, uh, you know, if you're, you're selling to someone like if you're white or you're black and you're selling to a Chinese guy, you ain't gonna give a fuck about them. <laughs> you know, if you're a white guy selling to a black family or a black family selling to a rich redneck family. You know, or you're a, a Mexican dude selling a house to a fucking trailer trash house person. You didn't give a fuck about them, right? But a lot of people, man, were desperate to sell houses. And they would give them their personal number. Like, and then they would call them. They're going to take my house away. You promised me this. And now I got to pay this much. Well, I did promise you that. But people think that. When you buy a house, if it's fifteen hundred, all you gotta do is pay fifteen hundred. Motherfucker, you pay two thousand. <laughs> if you can't afford, if you can't afford to pay five hundred more than what your fucking house payment is, don't get a home. And, and that's the whole thing. Too, don't get end. a thirty year roll. Don't get a thirty year fixer upper, man. Fuck that shit. A lot of fools were living out of their means. Huh? Buy that shit cash. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude, that's fucked. For real, you got these people that was great jobs, man. Like Longshoremen, for example, in San Pedro. All these guys, they make bank. They make bank, bro. They make bank for five hours. These guys get into one of these loans, house loans. Then they buy a boat instead of just keep paying the house. Motherfucker, pay all your bills, people. You need those toys to go to the river, right? When I won last comic standing, I had no choice. They took all my (laughs) bills. When I, one, I had no choice. I paid. I had. To, I had no choice. They took a hundred. My first. My first payment I made was a hundred and fifteen thousand dollars for child support. Damn. And my. Oh. Yeah. And my. Yeah, man. My and my kids didn't see a dime. <laughs> Somebody got paid, dog. <laughs> Fuck. And I donated another ten percent to homeboy industry because you know, they they took a motherfucker off the streets. <laughs> That's tight, bro. Yeah, man. But anyways, man, that money's gone. <laughs> but we're still here. Fuck it, dog. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, let me tell you, man. Once once you pay all your bills and you don't owe anybody, you realize there's nothing in the world you want. No, that's, it's true, fool. Like, if you, if you could afford to go grocery shopping and buy a couple of snacks that you could hide for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Love finding snacks. Ah! God damn, I forgot about that. I got some stash somewhere, dog. I know, man. Like, my wife goes grocery shopping. I can't believe she don't, she don't know what fucking snacks I like. I got to get a text. What snacks you like? Don't you know by now? I like little cute things. Like a little cupcake. I'll fuck, up, velvet, I'll fuck up a cupcake, bro. I will fuck up a cupcake. Oh, my God. Or, or, man, I like... um. Yeah, man. So we saw that movie. That movie was crazy, man. So it totally fucking outlines everything that went down, dude. Yeah, you you were like you were lit right there. For example, where your father has that home, right there, the one you got built. A lot of people were losing their homes in that area. I could tell, huh? Uh, it happened, dude. It was a fucking ghost town, fool, for a while, dog. Because fools just fucking lost it, dude. Lost it. And, 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 and then these people didn't care how. Huh? They were just giving out loans to the paisas, yeah. right? And, then, and you know what, what you said earlier, too, about, like, you know, somebody's knocking on the door. You guys haven't paid the loan. Homeboy had it in his dog. The mouse's sister got taken like that. 
She no, was a guy. I don't know if the guy. Actually, one month to live, one hour yeah, to get the fuck out. Dude, but she was doing it for like six months, paying this fool, and this fool didn't even own the pad, dude. They threw her ass out, dog. Not even one hour to leave. Nah, no, no, no. They threw her out. She ended up. Um, something ended up happening where they got the guy, and he. They did some criminal shit, but other than that, dude, and that was a lot of people like that fool. They got fucking taken. Scandalous, huh? Scandalous, fool. Straight up scandalous, fool. They didn't give a fuck, dog. And people say, I rather do, I rather do business with my own people. <laughs> <laughs> they can jack you too, dog. I know, man. Sad, dude. So but... many people lost their homes. And I was, I was telling my wife when, um, remember when we used to go up north and do those shows like in Watsonville area? And um, those areas over there, everybody was buying homes, remember? Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's when the whole thing was going down, dog. Everybody was buying homes, dog. And those people are back to living over there in San Diego now. <laughs> Lost their homes. That, and then on top of that, dude, a lot of the refinances fuck people up. They get a new air conditioning system, you know, a new car, all that shit, and then fuck, dude. The bills get bigger and bigger, dog. And who loses out? Construction worker. I remember one time your brother said, um, your brother came up to me, man. He said, yeah, man. Hey, man, tell your lady, man, if, if, she ever need, if you ever need somebody to do construction, you know, or to f- how, how, um, help flip that house, I go in there and, um, motherfucker, I asked you for cartoons. You never came. <laughs> this motherfucker, dog. I, I had to take a knee right now. <laughs> Fucking jack of all trades. Master of none, you know? <laughs> Crazy, fool. Everybody wanted to make a little bit of money, huh, dog? A shout-out to Ari and Derek Slifer, or Slifer, from Anaheim. They listen to the podcast regularly. They're also a Cracker and Beaner couple. They came to the show in Ontario last week. Hell, yeah. Always coming out to support. So thank you, guys. Hell, yeah, man. Oh, man. Did you have fun in Ontario, fool? Yeah, fool. It was a blast. Like I told you, do Sold Sunday out night. seven shows. I, I couldn't even go to sleep Sunday night. I was still excited. You know, you kind of want to party more, like hang out more, but fuck, dude. But, you know, it's crazy because it all happened fast, dog, from Thursday to Friday to fucking Saturday and Sunday. And then fucking, dude, three shows in one day, dude, like in one night. It gets crazy, fool. And you know what I mean? And it's fucked, dude. And then uh, Three shows is crazy, man, because you know what? By the, by the third show, I don't know if you do it until 10 minutes, but... <laughs> It's all good. But fool, I don't know what the fuck I said. Well, see, that's what's up, dude. Like, Time wise, I don't know, like, like, cause I know, I, I know, like the five jokes that I gotta hit. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know, th- those five jokes lead me, lead me. You know, there's lead a, your set or whatever. How lead you gonna me. Right? I, I know what's before those jokes. I know what comes after those jokes. But I just don't know when to throw them in. And I really thought I repeated one joke, so I didn't say it. Oh, okay. And you did. You didn't, huh? I didn't. Yeah, dude, but it was crazy, dude. The fucking the the crowds were hype as fuck, dude. Dude, it was a awesome. A lot of couples, D- dude. That's it about your La shows. Cafeteras. Yeah, dude. You have a lot of couples that go to your shows, dog. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's a family adventure, you know. Yeah, dude, it was tight. The cafeteras, the last cafetera showed up. The one with the redhead, the singer showed up. Yeah, dude. And then the the, the one with the jawbone. Yeah. Um. That's the way he sounds. So yeah, man, it was, it was tight, dog. I lo- man, New Year's Eve was crazy, man. Blacko got fucked up. That's what they wanted to end, dog. You know, man. <laughs> you don't want to be the old guy that wants to party after fucking three in the morning, man. <laughs> It gets old, and you're old. 
dog, dog. Was over there like Jiminy Cricket, dog. God, Even damn. his friends didn't want to hang out no more, huh? <laughs> Okay, dude, that full party's like he wants to be in a body bag, dog. That's funny, man. You know, you, 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 I, I remember, man, partying late with fools, and I was trying not to make eye contact with people because I know that they, they give me that tired look. <laughs> so I just don't want to look at them. I remember, like, I remember getting fucked up, and Ivan wants to leave, and I look over there, and that motherfucker goes like this. <laughs> he starts rubbing his eyes. I said, man, if you're rubbing your eyes, you better, you better fucking not rub your eyes. <laughs> Start kidnapping fools. Oh, dude. You wanted to end, dog. Fuck I feel walking around like, he wanted to party like George Burns, bro. <laughs> he is George Burns, bro. <laughs> you ever seen that Bob and Dave sketch of that burn victim? Uh, yeah, yeah. But, um, With a little wristband? Yeah, what the fuck? That's Flacco, bro. It's um, Bob, Bob and David, right? Bob and Dave, yeah. Yeah, the Mister Show. Man, the Mister Show. Yeah, yeah, dude, that shit's fun. Hey, man, I love you guys, man. And he puts on the. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I was never into that shit. You had it on VHS, and I was like, "Fuck, I couldn't stop that was dying." Lisa's. No, dude, days ago, fool. I did have it. That's right. You had, you had that sketch. I swear fool. To God, that was the only sketch. I want to jack from Tommy John. Somebody, I think somebody left it, or somebody let you borrow it, or something. But that sketch, because you know sometimes yeah. these fools ain't funny, dog. But fuck, I collapsed on that one, dude. And then I bought the DVD. Um, David Cross, when they were doing um, like when the beginning of that type of comedy, you know, that uh, the alternative type shit, yeah. right? That's what. But that was the original alternative, yeah. man. David Cross, where it was funny. And Sarah Silverman, when it was fucking funny, and they actually like. Had funny shit to say, cause that fool was the first person that I David Cross was the first comedian I saw to do a a cops bit about cops. He was on he was on um, evening at the Improv, and David Cross went up and I, and I didn't I already knew who he is cause um face but I didn't know his stand up. And then he starts doing this fucking uh, redneck fool. He goes, "What? You're gonna go outside? I'm not going outside." And he fucking took off all his clothes and he's arguing with boxers. <laughs> like, arguing with boxers. Fuck you. Like, to the cops. Like, yeah, I'm going Because cop. you go outside, they're going to snatch your ass up. Yeah, so he was with his boxer. Then later on, I saw other people doing it. White really, people always, White people always naked on cops. That's fucking funny, dude. Because it's a trip. In 2000, I liked him a lot as stand-up because he had that Shut Up You Fucking Baby, uh, his CD. Awesome record. And um, yeah, dude, the fool's talking like perfect shit, dog. He keeps it real, man. Yeah, he's from Atlanta, dude. And he talks about the shit. He was Jewish and all these redneck fools. He just wanted to hang out. What you looking at, faggot? Like shit like that. Kind of reminded me of my ass, dog. But uh, fuck, dude. He's fucking cool rem- as fuck. No, man. I remember my ass too when I told this dude, um, you're 14, I'm 14. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I was trying to be friends with somebody. Yeah, dog. I hate that shit. But you still kick it there until everybody leaves. I remember we were being in the gym with that dude. And that's, and I, man, this was a little ass dick. <laughs> no wonder he's mean. <laughs> and I always thought that uh, guy with little dicks are mean. There's some fucking passive. I don't know why, man. He just bumped up to me. Hey, man. My, my name is Felipe. I'm 14 too. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> What a dick, dog. Fuck him in a little pink dick. <laughs> Fucking uh. pea shooter. <laughs> What's up, people? Upcoming shows. I'll be at the Kansas City Improv next week, January 14th through the 17th. If you hit us up at fans at com between now and Monday, January 11th, we can hook you up with uh, a couple of free tickets. 
I'll be there with Chris Doran. <laughs> yeah, bro. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun out there, man. I might bring my dad. <laughs> We're gonna have fun, bro. And Rodrigo Torres will be there, man, with the KC Kush. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Right there in Missouri, you know. Hopefully, it won't be raining or snowing over there. Fuck, dude. Who knows what the weather's gonna be like, huh, fool? I just don't want to be stranded anywhere, man. It yeah. sucks to be stranded. Yeah, I remember that one time, and even even though we had shows, but they got canceled in West Nyack. Remember that one time? That was the first time I go, fuck, we can't leave this hotel all fucking day. Fuck, all right. Let's go play. Let's go hang out with the fucking people. What were they doing over there? Full crochet or something? I don't know. No, man. scrapbooks, fool. Scrapbooks, man. But I, I, don't, I don't mind being stranded in a hotel, but I don't want to be stranded all day in an airport, oh, man. Oh, yeah. I've, ne- I've never done did that. You said when you went to Nashville, right? When I went to Nashville. I, I spent the night in um, Charlotte. Oh, and a little cot, fool? A little cot. Fuck. It was boring, bro. There's some, there, you can see full, you can hear full snoring. <laughs> They're exhausted, fool. You make friends right there or not? Nah? I'm referring to a couple of old white people, man, because they don't know, they don't, they keep changing our gate. <laughs> and I kept telling them because they can't hear. <laughs> Sir, they gate, we're now going to gate seven. What? Gate seven, okay. Hey, dude, hey, fool, for you though, dude, like, uh, old white people like you a lot, huh? They'll they, 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 oh, choke them, bro. <laughs> I'm not the big old Mexican teddy bear. <laughs> They're all like, oh, man, I, would you like to try my cookies? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man, but I'm vegan. What's that? <laughs> oh, that's funny, dog. I remember when I was, I, was, I, was, I was just walking and I saw this white man, and um, it's a cool white man. He, and it was, I don't know his name, but he was from a small town <laughs> in Kansas, in Missouri. And he was just sitting there, bro, King of the Hill style. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I passed by, and that fool stood up fast, bro. <laughs> like he was a gunslinger. And he goes, hey, you're the guy from Last Comic Standing. Oh, yeah. And I say, yes, sir. I am, sir. Man, you are so funny. Let me call my wife. Margaret! <laughs> Margaret! Check out their phone. This guy right here is a, a, a TV winner. <laughs> he was happy, bro. That's tight, like, dog. Happy, bro. Got spotted, dog. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm spreading the word out there, man. <laughs> no. Also, people, I'll be at Rancho Cordova. <laughs> Tommy T's, January 21st through the 24th. Atlanta Punchline, January 28th through the 31st. Del Rio, Texas at Doc Holidays. <sighs> I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> One night only, February 14th, the day before Valentine's Day. So you have time to take your side chick to this show, and Valentine's Day will be for your real lady. <laughs> or you could take out your mom on this day and then your lady on February 14th or take both of them out. But I'll be at Del Rio, Texas, man. It's going to be fun, man. And if anybody out there wants to come out, come out. Also, all ticket info can be found at flippersworld.com slash tour. Okay, man. So what's up, fool? Chilling, dog. Any re- new resolution, bro? You're going to lose weight? I've, I've lost 20 pounds, wear more hoodies? Fool. I fucking um. You lost twenty pounds. Don't be lying. I swear, fool. We gotta uh, get a scale, bro. Hell yeah, fool. Uh, just working out, dog, and fucking taking in this new year, dog. No resolutions, dude. Just fucking be a better person, dog. Better comedian. Fucking all that shit, dog. You know what I mean? Be cool, fool. I'm gonna write that down. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna it. say, fool? We're gonna write that down. Better comedian, better person. <laughs> It was tight, man. I, 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 had new, I had fun New Year's. New Year's Eve was good, but 
Flaco fucking didn't show up to the show. I was like, what the <sighs> fuck? Oh, fuck. That what a way to start the year, man, by canceling your good show. It would have been a good payday for him. Fuck, dude. It's like, <clears throat> just call early, though, dog. Don't fucking call at six, fool. It's like, fuck, dude. Flaco has migraines, and he has a heart pacer, I think. <laughs> he can't stand next to a microwave. <laughs> a pacemaker. Oh, dude, but fuck, man. Be a pacemaker, Flaco, hitting dabs, doing mushrooms. <laughs> Fucking drinking alcohol, smoking, fucking bun. eating burgers with yeah. no bread. <laughs> I only eat one vegetable every week, right? With the tomato and the hamburger. I've never even seen that fool eat a vegetable, dog. I'll be honest with you, dude. He is a vegetable. <laughs> but Rizzo came through, dog. So that's tight. Marcha Rizzo and his lady came in. The, the littles. littles. <laughs> They're all small, huh, fool? Let's put them right there. On the, we put them up on a wedding cake, huh, dog. They're on my mantle. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's it, dude. But what are, you, what are you gonna say though? You said, "Hey, fool!" I forgot. Damn. I was talking about uh, um, how Flaco missed the show, right? I got a little sick after that night, man, because I was wearing a suit, bro. I was wearing a badass suit, by the way. If you got missed out Go to my page. Everybody <laughs> took a great photo of me and my 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 grill. And <laughs> did you feel comfortable wearing a suit, bro? Yeah, You're like bro. a fucking sheriff, bro. <laughs> sheriff. I was needed with a fucking timepiece. There's a new sheriff in town. No, I like that shit. I love wearing suits, though. You didn't get no phone numbers? Don't uh, be lied. <laughs> Couple of guys, man. Man crush. Dude, what the fuck, dog? <laughs> all these fools are grabbing my ass, Are dog. you here, stag? <laughs> uh, no. It's... You're their hero, bro. <laughs> yeah, fool. It's tight, fool. Fuck, fool. You're the fucking hero for all chubby, chai fat dudes, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah, dog. I was with my shine. that boo that Camille are standing next to you. <laughs> It's like, dude, yeah, man, right on. Dude. You're here, bro. Pitch yourself. <laughs> oh, dude, fuck. Oh my god. Dude. Oh man, I don't know if you did you follow that guy, man. That, has, that there's, there's a dude that we fought. There's a guy that came to our show, and his lady is like supposed to be like this um, porn star or something. Not a porn star. Okay, we lied. <laughs> she's a porn star. <laughs> that one time in Florida, the chick with three tits is gonna show up. She didn't she show never... up, bro. We ended up seeing only two. Sad. <laughs> No, I was gonna talk about um, something now, but I forgot. It was it was about um, New Year resolution. You Tata. have any? I don't have any, man. <laughs> Work out more. Hell yeah, dude. Well, the people always say, dog. "I'm gonna this year." You know, this a couple of people say, "Say my New Year resolution this year is I'm gonna start working harder," but they don't specify. <laughs> Work harder at what? Sleeping more? <laughs> Staying up late? There's a lot of Birdman showed up. Yeah, with dude, two like, chicks, <laughs> two veteranas, <laughs> killing those chicks to be looking like Jim Gene Simmons. Eh? <laughs> One chick was his cousin. She was driving, and the other chick was his fucking Facebook friend that he met all the way from he Arizona, right? Her, right? Nah, they met there at the show. Hey, hook it up, man! I got you free tickets to the Felipe Esparza show. <laughs> Backstage and everything, eh? Backstage. Ah, Birdman, I guess you, Birdman, I guess you got it like that, huh? <laughs> you, fucking Birdman. Look at George Clooney, dog. His hair is white, bro. I thought he, he wore Chucky on his head. Fucking <laughs> 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 Michael Landon, dog. Fuck, dude, his fucking, fucking skunky ass hair, huh? Hell yeah, for the mean sonrio. Uh, I don't think his hair is hair, bro. I think it's dab smoke. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cloud, fool. He has that thick ass hair, huh, fool? 
convert many. No, a lot of dudes fucked up at the show. No, there was a lot of dudes drinking, fool. And then, dude, we're at the um, we're at the merch table too. That was Saturday, I think it was the second show. And dude, there was this drunk ass veteran right there. Oh, they're like fucking off, fucking annoying the manager and shit. Well, she's there with a with a do it long hair. No, she was there with some mean ass Mexican fools, dog, and then another drunk ass one, dude. But drunk fool, all trying to be in the conversations and shit, dude. There was uh, this guy who showed up eighteen deep. Yeah, fool. Damn, it's a mean familia right there, dog. They were all happy. Bro. Hell yeah, fool. A lot of people were fucking happy as fuck, dude. It's fucking. They'll awesome. be back. I hope they'll be back. Yeah, dude. Everybody had fun, dog. They say next time we're gonna come be even bigger, bro. <laughs> it was fucking awesome, dude. Shout How out. bigger, bro? <laughs> Shout out to Ontario Improv. Shout out to Ontario Improv, man. And Put staff. that photo up. Find that photographer. <laughs> Back to to that shit again, man. <laughs> like even 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 with a stand up comedy career, like I I've had a job, you know. I when when comedy was not doing well, and it wasn't because not doing well, I was I just didn't have the confidence, you know. I didn't have the um, you know, you know when a fucking chicken leaves the nest, bro, or when uh when a tiger leaves the leaves the cat the cub, the lion goes out and makes his own thing. I didn't, I never. Felt I had to do that, you know, like I didn't have the balls actually because I remember having two jobs and doing stand up comedy, but I was open micing, but I was still making money, man, because I want to get paid. I was making $60 a night, $50 here. But I remember when I'm waking up at seven in the morning, no, getting to, getting to work at seven in the morning, seven to three in Silmar to be a security guard, whack ass security guard, just standing there, flight like just standing there, checking people in. Then after that, making it to Dodger Stadium from 3 o'clock to 4.30 to fucking cut up chicken for Yoshinoya. And then from there, going to do Wild Coyotes on Wednesday nights. Not every night, just on Wednesday nights. Sometimes it'll be other nights. But a lot of fools th- start off, man, thinking that like they don't need to get a job. Well, they're going to move in with their, they're going to have their lady work. A lot of fools think it's that easy, dog. They just, they see those pictures. Oh, I could do that. <laughs> yeah. Or like some guy, some guy goes, "Hey man, Felipe, I saw you up on stage, man. It inspired me. I'm gonna start doing stand up comedy." <laughs> you know how long it took to get like this, bro? Twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, because when you see somebody that's badass at stand up comedy, fool, it's always it, easy. It looks easy. Dog. It looks easy. It's hard, bro. It took me twenty years to get where I'm at. Okay. It took me um five years to come up. I I don't I don't feel. <clears throat> Like, I became strong, strong to 2012 or 13. Right after my one-hour special, a year after that, I felt stronger to than I ever was. To be super solid. To where I'm at now. I, I'm fun, I, I got really, really funny, like in 2013, 2014. Yeah, because my one-hour special was my one-hour special, but the, the comedy that, that I've been doing for 14 years, you know? It's solid, you know. It's it's um it's been practiced, it's been tested, polished all that. Polished. I could I could start at the end and begin with the beginning. That's when you know you have a one hour special, people. If you're a comedian out there who says, "Well, I could do thirty five minutes," or "I could do forty five minutes," you you really could you can you break up? Can you start your set at the end and then use the middle part as the as the beginning and really switch it up? Can you take twenty minutes from your set 
and do it in the beginning and then do the middle part. Can you switch your material off like a jigsaw puzzle and still be strong? That's how strong I feel sometimes about this my comedy now, that I could do that with this new material because I've been practicing it. But for a young comic, man, it takes a lot of work, man. You got you to be at, going up at least seven times a week. Hell yeah, dude. Because some fools, man, still do the same one hour, huh? Oh, yeah, dude. That one hour is the one that pays the bills, you know? Yeah, man. One hour. Yeah, man. I just got into town, man. It's not like a gang problem here. <laughs> Where's the tanning booth, you know? Yeah, man. <laughs> Shout outs, people. Yeah, man. So we talked about Star Wars, fool. Hell yeah, dude. That was a whole fucking discussion in itself, huh? I broke it down. I didn't know you were that passionate about it. I'm passionate, bro. But, dude, a lot of people feel that way, though, dude. I've seen little comments, people talking shit about they didn't like the new Darth and all that shit. Why this? Why that? The whole movie, I mean, the whole, the new Star Wars, it's a reboot of the original Star Wars. I mean, the same thing happened, you know, the same thing happened. A little droid. Help us. Um, Obi Wan, you're our only hope. And then, and then the same thing with little, little BB-8, which I got, I, I got, I think a little BB-8. <laughs> that little fool. That motherfucker's too small though. <laughs> what a beach ball size one. He can play with Chucky, dog. He does, bro. <laughs> he goes around like this. He says, "No, no, no." <laughs> yeah, man. I got some good gifts, bro, this year. Hell yeah, dog. Yeah, man. I got my, I got my wife a purse. She goes, she could start sneaking in snacks inside the fucking movie theaters in it. <laughs> That's another ghetto, huh? When you have a fucking, um, when you have a guest purse, a big ass purse, and now you put his fucking food inside, pañales, diaper bags. Did you Mommy buy your mom anything for Christmas? Yeah, dude. I bought you... uh, an arrangement of chocolates. You're a big spender. Bro. Oh, it was, it was, a, it was, a, so there were some nice chocolates, dude. Was there a comment like, mijo, I'm diabetic now? Nah, she's cool. I'm trying to lose weight. Nah, dude, my mom never been like that, dude. She's not one of those ladies that put on makeup and none of that shit. Nah, dog, fuck no. Your dad don't let her, huh? <laughs> nah, dog. She don't give a shit. She just wear those shorts from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> you wanna see how? Yeah, wanna, yeah, wanna see how Rodrigo mom looks like? If you wanna see what Rodrigo mom looks like, go go rent that movie Pulp Fiction. <laughs> go rent that movie Pulp Fiction. That's what she looked like for the and, majority and, of my and, life. And wait for the scene where um, Big where, names. where where Bruce Willis is trying to run over fucking when when Bruce Willis runs over Big Rames. Marcellus Wallace. When he runs over Marcellus Wallace, and Marcellus Wallace is all discombobulated, and he fucking shoots some lady in some fucking denim shorts. And, and um, I think the white and, shorts. And then Kathy Griffin goes, "Oh my God, you've been shot!" <laughs> when Kathy Griffin says, "Oh my God, you've been shot," that lady that gets shot, shot in those fucking white, fucking mom shorts. That's fucking um, Rodrigo's mom over there scoring in Frogtown. <laughs> she looks like a teen mom. You just, she looked like a mom. Dude. Your mom. brother said that's my mom. <laughs> yeah, doc. Who died? Everybody died. Oh. We do. That's all we do. Just clobber each other with shit like that, dog. But you, do you have a bag on your father in front of him? Oh yeah, fool. We, that's all we do, fool. He got mad. Yeah, it's always been like that. Like, what you look like? Why you? Why you fat? No, like, what the fuck, dude? Stop laughing like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Shit like that. Always. Dog. Your brother bagged on his teeth one time. 
What happened? Nothing. That food. What, what, what happened? What happened? What, how, how did it happen? What did your brother no, say? No, we're just fucking chilling right there, fucking eating, dog. And then fucking that fool busted out a comment. It just went back and forth, and that was it, dog. What did your brother say? Nothing. What's up with those fucking big-ass fucking teeth, dude? Your, your brother said, what's up with those big-ass fucking teeth? <laughs> yeah, because that fool was trying. We used to call that fool can opener, dog. Your dad? No, my little brother. Cause he, had, like, well, he looked like a fucking rabbit, dog. So the fucking every time we needed to open something, just give it to the can opener, and that fool got pissed, dog. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's all about your big ass fucking teeth. <laughs> well, so if Conky showed up, bro. Oh, Conky. Oh, Vincenzo. With my, with my boys right here. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, and I, I'm not going to stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, dude, I, t- I told him in the beginning of the show, I'm like, hey, listen, fool. Right, just chill the fuck out. <laughs> this fool's fucking throat is sore, dude. So don't, you know, don't bug him. Don't. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm all serious. Just chill the fuck out. It's all good. All right, all right. So I can't smoke him out. <laughs> that was a bodyguard, huh? Yeah, dude. I've seen that fool fuck people up, dog. I, I see. I was outside my wife. Man, how could Vince be a bodyguard, man? I put, that fool standing by the door, man. He'll probably fucking just talk to everybody trying to get trying to get in. <laughs> oh, you guys trying to get into it, man? Oh man, it was the one time, man. I was trying to get into a <laughs> I was trying to get into a suicidal tennis concert. Oh, man, I got into a fight with one of the fucking, the guy from fucking Slayer, man. man. <laughs> I'm going to tell you 20 conversations in 10 minutes, Hoffo. Oh, you remember God. Chief, bro? Remember Chief? <laughs> you know, it's everybody, dog. You ever had a conversation with somebody, bro, that they're talking and they're naming fools and they're like nodding for you, you know, man, you know. <laughs> anyway, so that fool was there, right? And then um, his little brother, Beto, you know Beto, right? You know Beto. <laughs> Beto, the guy with, the slot, with fucking snotty nose, you know him, bro. He said he, he said he knows you anyway. He said he knows you. Anyway, so. But and you're, you're included in the story, and you didn't know who the fuck he's talking about. <clears throat> and you know what, dude? For fools like that, I think, too. Like con fools, artists. <laughs> they've been locked up, dude. That, you know, you have to survive through conversation. You got to keep talking. Yeah, about. fool. You have to, dog. Yeah, man. When you're in jail, man, you're having a conversation. You got to keep talking like you're in a radio interview. You can't <laughs> have always no on, dead air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude. If you have dead air in a conversation with someone in prison, that's gonna be a problem. And there's questions. Now, would you th- like you're talking? So yeah, man. So I'm over there, man, and you stay quiet. You just lie to me, Holmes, or what? Yeah, dude. It's fucking, dude. That shit rolls, fucking. Uh, like yeah, man. I mean, but he's all happy for. Yeah, man, we got a bodyguard in Ireland, bro. Glenn Carlin. <laughs> Hell yeah, dog. Just roughing people up, you know. Giving up knuckle sandwiches. <laughs> I was just hanging out out here, you know, you know, you know. Drinking Jameson, mate, you know. Give us some Glenn Carlin, bro. Uh, uh, it's off the head, right? I'm just waking up, you know. My, my bones head, just fucking people up for the new year, you know. That's about it. Say hello to Conky for me. Fighting brother with your fist in the hand like a soldier, man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, dude. dog. <laughs> yeah, dog. And my dogs. And my dog dogged him. Hell yeah, dude. But it was cool, though, dog. It was awesome. Yeah, man. That fool, I, I, my fucking, when I, when, I was, when I was sweating after the show, I got a sore throat, man. I couldn't talk no more. I felt like somebody was strangling me. Yeah, dude. Fucking, at least you made it through the shows, though. Took like a shit. soldier. Yeah, dog. Fuck, dude. It was like that. And the skinny fool fucking fool. not showing a fuck, dog. Well, so is John Caparillo and uh, Joe Diaz beef. We're going to fucking smash that motherfucker in his head with a brick. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got time to smash, smash people in the head with the fucking brick. But you know what I'm saying? That shit was Nothing. crazy, bro. Joe fucking Diaz Cleo will promote, will be tweeting that shit. I saw Cleo say, fuck you, John Caparillo. I don't even know who the fuck you are. <laughs> Dude, I'll just like what's it say with manners, huh? But hey, yeah, Joey Diaz is going after that fool, dog. Talking shit to that motherfucker. Let him know what time it is, fool. I know, man. A lot of fools need to be put on check like that. That's Hell why I'm waiting for more. Uh, that's why I'm, I'm waiting to get more followers to tell you who the devil is. 
<laughs> and I can make you famous. Um, but yeah, dude. So I guess for shit that that fool was doing at the comedy store. Fool. He said that Jordia told me that he said that I was watching. I was later watching the the feeds. Fifty thousand people on Twitter called him a cunt. Yeah, fool. And you know what he was trying to? He was trying to say shit to Joe Diaz on Twitter. Oh, you're an old man. You're <laughs> irrelevant. It's like motherfucker. They know he's an old man, and he is relevant. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like, dude. He's he's gonna fucking crush you, dude. And that's what happened, dog. Yeah, number one comedy CD, Savage on Dad I- on iTunes. Fool's a fucking idiot, dog. He's just gonna have to fucking apologize, dog. Just dude. apologize. Just apologize, dog. <laughs> he, I know you're small, but you gotta be the bigger man, bro. I know all these fools, man. They, they were they used to just bully, bully the comedians, man. Come in, try to come in. You know, like oh, I, I'm, I'm only gonna go up at nine thirty-five. I can't go up after nine thirty-five. I remember people putting that hot. shit at you know night. Or, or Felipe is there, I need to go up after him. I can't <laughs> go up after him. But this comedian said that he, he didn't want nobody awesome, like a killer comedian, to go up before him or a killer co- comedian to go up after him so the crowd could leave knowing that he's the main comic. Dude, get over yourself, dog. <laughs> You're cool. You ain't that cool, dog. Shit, I don't give a fuck what they think, man. I just want to do my set and leave. Yeah, man. Yeah, fool, but, you know, you know, fucking props to Joey for doing that shit, dude. Fuck that other fool, dog. Yeah, man. All we need is, like, all we need is young comedians, man. If you want to make it in comedy, find out who your favorite comedian enemy is. <clears throat> all right? You might have to invest three months of prison time, though. <laughs> Walk up to the comedian that he don't like. And punch him in the gut, Houdini style. <laughs> like, give him a good one. Like, take all his air out. <laughs> Cat Williams And one. just say, man, this is for Felipe Esparza, motherfucker. <laughs> or, this is for Rodrigo Torres, bitch. <laughs> this is for Joey Coco Diaz, you cocksucker. And here's a fucking kick to the skull. There's <laughs> one for the road, cocksucker. I'm wearing boots, bro. And your career's going to change. <laughs> Cause I just always say that, man. If that comedian gets his ass kicked by a comic, and if I don't even know who the comic is, he's going to go on the road with me. <laughs> and I'm going to put him on my photos and hashtag that person he punched. <laughs> yeah, dog. It's coming for you, dog. What the fuck, dog? What the fuck? That guy fucking punched me for, dog. <laughs> you punch yourself, dog. It happened fast. You, you played yourself. <laughs> Talk a lot of show to the podcast, man. Suck my dick. <laughs> so the Obama speech, you like it? I dude, I like the way what he had to say. You know, a lot of people are talking shit. They're like, take, take my guns away and everything. It's just people like fuck, people dude. Are like uh, chill uh, the fuck uh, out. Uh, when you were saying that speech about um, asking that you need to be a licensed person to sell guns. See, I don't know much about guns because <clears throat> all my guns been bought by unlicensed people. <laughs> I didn't know that. You could do that. Then you could sell your gun after your grandma dies to somebody else. Like if your grandma da- had 20 guns, I didn't know that I could go over there and go, hey, man, can I buy your grandma's guns? And you can sell them to me. See, I didn't know you could do that back then. You could do that? Yeah, dude, you can go. Well, dude, fuck that shit. You can't be able to do that shit, man. They have gun shows at the no, Ontario man. fucking yeah. convention center. No, 
so, so that's that his he's not taking nobody's guns away like that. He's just keeping Regulating the guns that shit, dog. to sell from the real gun dealers. Yeah, dude. Like if you're a real gun dealer, you you're not gonna have a problem, I guess, selling guns to licensed people. And what and that's the other thing with all those motherfuckers, dude. They say that there's not a problem. There's a problem when people walk in and start blasting fools. Fuck, dude. Whether it's fucking Muslim fools or any And then fool. Ted Cruz shows up. They're gonna take away your guns. First of all, Ted Cruz, you weren't even born in America. <laughs> all right? Donald Trump already said, you're, you're not born in America. You have a Canadian pass. Do a passport with uh, Canada and fucking United States, motherfucker. If you run for president, then I'd be able, I, could, I could be able to vote then. <laughs> Hell yeah, So dude. Donald Trump called him, bro. Donald Trump has like aces ready, huh? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like he has a bunch of cards of bullshit. Like five. Okay. He, he, he called up Hillary Clinton. He said some good shit about her, bro. That she got, that she got shackled, or she got slung, but she really got shellacked by by fucking Obama. And then he busted out that one about um, Jeb Bush that was pretty fucked up. And then um, Mark Rubio's next, bro. Mark Rubio's next. But that one about Don, Ted Cruz, you know, he waited for that one, of course, bro. fool, because he, he started Ted point Ted Cruz started rising in the in the points. Then Donald Trump said, wait a minute, before we start wait a minute, before we start spending money on advertisement, let me just say that how is this guy gonna be president if he's not an American citizen? <laughs> he's never been born here. He was born in Canada and has dual citizenship. And that kid Russell Peters could run for fucking president. <laughs> yeah, dude. Ooh, the, right. thing with, be- the thing with Donald Trump though, he's just an orthodox. He's fucking fucking up the game. He ain't being like, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. He's just fucking Throwing fucking bombs. So it's kind of cool in that way. It's kind of like a comedian and shit. But it's been like, it, it, when, um, in, in 2012, I, I would listen to Rachel Maddow. <laughs> My girl, dog. And uh, that's your girl? Nah, but you know what I mean. All right. <laughs> <laughs> She's somebody else's girl. That's our girl now. <laughs> anyway, anyways, um, dude, I found out some history about her. In, in 2012? Yeah, when I was talking to my wife, she used to be on American radio on um. Air America? Air America with fucking, what's her name from the- Mar- Mark Marin shit? Mar- no, she to be with that dude from the Public Enemy. Chuck D? She had a show with Chuck D. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I knew, I knew he was on Air America. I, I, I look it real. up. Really? Hell so yeah. So she started with Chuck D and, and now another person. What's her other person? Liz Winston. Liz Winston and Chuck D and Rachel Maddow show together on Air America. And then later on, Chuck D still became Chuck D. <clears throat> and Rachel Maddow became Rachel Maddow and the other person. Wow. I had to ask somebody, how do you say her name? <laughs> you know. She's doing the mix. Look her up, Damn, people. that's cool. And so I was listening to her. I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to Rachel Maddow, Glenn Beck, um, The Young Turks, NPR News, POTUS. I get, I get it from both sides, bro. You have that's to. That's what bro. she said. <laughs> oh, but anyways, dude, getting back to... Um, that, remember what I told you, that movie we were talking the big short, I told you about mm-hmm. it? Well, at the end of the movie, it tells you what happened to those people. And the guy who came up and knew Dr. Bradley, was his name? Well, Dr. Murray. He's the one that came up with, um, who betted that the market was going to crash and he became he won billions for people. Right? That guy. Guess what his main commodity is to invest in right now? What's that? Water. Uh, he's not investing in nothing but water. That's gonna he's a billionaire, and he, his only investment right now is water because that's gonna be the biggest thing later on. 
Super only water. valuable resource, dude. He's invested in seeds. Yes. That little Montana That's the big shit. thing. Yeah, and seeds, because that's going to be the big commodity back in the days. Because once we, we run out of everything, we're going to start producing our own fruits again and vegetables. Because you know what's up with seeds? You can only use them once. Once, yes. Fuck. Crazy, yeah. huh? That, that came up. The guy, I, when, I, when I became vegan, I was reading the, that book, um, the, the, um, the, what? The Omnivore's Dilemma. And right there, it tells you, like, it breaks down breakfast. And before, right, in the 1900s, everyone can graze corn, right? Everyone, the whole world, can have their own field with corn or cotton or oranges. And then, like, in nine, right before World War One, right, this scientist, a Jewish scientist, the guy who came up with the element to came to for the hydrogen bomb, right? He came up with a with a seed, like a like a clone seed that before like a, when you grow corn, that corn can produce more corn and more corn. This food came up with a seed that it could just one corn and that's it. So you know, that way you you could keep buying more seeds. So he turned it into a yeah, business. Yeah, he made it a bar, he he's the one that made it into a profit. So he started with that corn. He took um. That corn can only produce that field of corn. That's it. And all the corns that grow can never produce more corn. You got to keep buying seeds. That's the way the business is. That's how farming works. That's how. So the guy in the movie said all his money he's investing now is in seeds. And the other guy, all he invests in in water. So speaking of water right now, that's what I learned. And right now (laughs) in Flint, Michigan right now, there's people there without fucking clean water right now. The whole fucking city for two months, they don't have water for clothing to clothe them to clean their clothes. They don't have water to drink, and um, they don't have any water. Period. Because the governor Scott Walker, yeah, Scott Walker. No, he's from Wisconsin. Okay, the governor Rick Perry, Scott Perry, <laughs> Rick Snyder, Snyder, yeah, Rick Snyder. He switched the water from from Flint, Michigan. They used to get their water from the Detroit water. And now he's twisted. So now they get their water from fucking the river, the Flint River. And the Flint River water is too thick and it fucking busted up their pipes. So their water coming in all dirty and it's undrinkable. So there's no water in Flint. And lots of lead in it. So it's undrinkable. People are getting sick. You can't even wa- I heard the black woman say, man, it's not even good enough to wash your hair. So, so what the fuck? this person, this person I was reading, without anybody, he just did it in the middle of the night, like the way the Indianapolis coast went to Baltimore in the middle of the night. <laughs> Late. Late, right? So there's no water. There's people, like nobody's helping them. This woman actually, who has a lot of money, she got a, a, a GoFundMe, and she got like um 10,000 or 20,000 bottled waters delivered to the city of Flint right now. So people... If you want to like help out anybody, help out the people of Flint. I'm trying to get together. Hopefully, we could find out where the, where the donation place is, and we could send them clean water or a big ass truck. How in the fuck, dog? How how we how we let Americans here in America go without water? I'm tripping right now just hearing this shit. I never heard about this. Of one. course, you didn't hear about it, bro. Because everybody's talking about Bill Cosby. Weak, but, fool. But tell me, about why you sleep? The wolves write laws. 
Well, dude, you know what happens with the New Year's, right? New laws, dog. New California laws. has like about a thousand new laws. I know, bro. Now, now you can't yell. Now you can't wave a cab no more because it sounds like a. It looks like a hey Hitler. <laughs> but yeah, dog, that dude. And laws. Every time new shit comes out, like those new little roller fucking hoverboards. Now there's laws for that, dude. There's laws for everything. Yeah, dog. you can't reel in the airport. Yeah, dude. That idiot was pissed off. <laughs> but yeah, dude, fucking crazy, man. Crazy. You can't even scream out loud no more, bro. You can't use your laugh inside a plane. There's <laughs> <laughs> some people that turn around, and go, "Oh my god." Yeah, man, how'd you like that? That's fucked that up. That shit made me dude. sad. That's yesterday. making me. I'm I was, sad. I was teary eyed yesterday when they were talking about it, and, and I was like, and this has been going on for two months, okay? But I, that was kind of fucked up. I was like, really, man? We can't send Flint no water. This is how bad it was. The water was so bad that General Motors, they were getting the same kind of water as Flint from the Flint River, and they said, fuck that. We, we, we need, we can't even use that water for the, to, for, uh, that water, they were using it for the plant, right? For their parts and all that and, right. and their water. They said, fuck that. We're not going to use it. But they have the money. And so now they're getting water from somewhere else. But the city of Flint is still getting the shitty water. Dude, that is fucking What's nuts. a donation? Yeah. Dude, that's like a, f- dude. That's fucking, that's fucking straight up a catastrophe, dog. If you guys want to donate money to, to Flint, Michigan for their to um, help them get water, here it is. You can donate to Flint Community Schools by calling the finance office at 810-767-6030 for cash donations. Uh, you can donate to the United Way of Genesee, unitedwaygenesee.org, G-E-N-E-S-E-E, and click on the Give button. Uh, there's an option to support the Flint Water Project. And you can also donate to the Catholic Charities of Genesee County, by calling 810-785-6911, or you can call uh, these community activists in Flint who are delivering water, Melissa Mays, at 810-423-3435. And there you have it, people. That's from the Lansing State Journal, which is the newspaper, which is from Lansing, Michigan, which is fucking pretty far from Flint, but they're giving him a little shout-out. Oh, yeah, dude. How can, That's kind of like... You know, and um, and they're they're not even talking about that. Just like they're not talking about that standoff. Oh, in Oregon? Yeah, wow. Vanilla ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, dog. Get off our land! <laughs> Said no Native American. Dude, let me tell you, dog. You start trying to stand up to the U.S. government, dog. You're gonna get a bullet in your head. A lot of people say this because they're not killing these um, white people with these guns. They're letting them go freely. No, they're not, man. They're, right now, let me tell you what's going to happen right now. This is how it works. You might think there's a bunch of these white dudes right there in Oregon who are holding up their grounds in front of the federal government. I bet you there's two federal agents working inside there watching every move. Everything, fool. Taking photos, taking names. Everything. When, everything's, when the dust settles, a lot of people are going to go home. Federal agent gonna come six months later. Um, I know oh, that you dude. were in Oregon six months ago. Yeah, we're gonna have to take you and your guns. Oh, they're just building their cage. Quietly, huh? Oh, dude, you can't quietly you can't, taking farms away. You can't fuck with the U.S. government, dog. I don't care who you are, dude. It's Be- a standoff for these rebels. The rebels without a cause. Don't tread on me. Don't tread on me. I'm just repeating what you say. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Start stupid shit. But um, yeah, dog. Dude, that Flint shit, that's fucked up, dude. 
Dude, imagine we. I mean, we don't say we have everything, but fuck, dude. Imagine, dude. People light this fucking city on fire if that oh, shit happened. Oh, speaking of the city being on fire, how about <laughs> Quartz Hill, bro? <laughs> What's and up? Quartz Hill right now. I don't know if you know where Quartz Hill is. Um, methane gas has been releasing out of there since October near Porterville. Nor- near Porterville? Porter Ranch. Near Porter Ranch. Yeah. yeah, there's a big old thing with the the gas company, right? That yeah. like I've I've heard little thing snippets on the. Uh, it's more like Rod and Ego over there. We drove by it. And what's up with that? Oh, just a, a, a they have um a leak or something? a leak, right? A leak, and it's been leaking for a while. And um, in order to fix it, you got to make another hole right next to it. Like that's how they fixed the Valdez when when um that BP oil the spill? BP oil when that spilled, it took a while because they had to dig another well. To to lure that oil to go into the other well, so in order to fix this, they got to make another hole to send that gas that's leaking inside that hole, to which takes itself? five months to fix. But meanwhile, shit's still leaking out. They said that enough methane gas it comes out every day, like a hundred, like the, the the amount of gas that comes out is is equal to the amount of about one hundred fifty thousand cars. Are you serious? Yeah, bro? per hour. Every day, fuck, dude. dude so the, the, get sick the off city's that going shit? to yeah, the city's getting together to sue. Well, dude, that's gonna be an enormous fucking case, dog. Seventeen hundred people have been evacuated, bro. The governor have just declared a state of emergency, people, for Porter Ranch. Jesus Christ, man! But it started in October, by the way. In October, fool. Yeah, so we got people in Flint with no water. We got people here in Porter Ranch choking. <laughs> And we're and you're here complaining about there's no guest. <laughs> I know though. the troubles we face. I'm not them. gonna complain about anything no more, man. You know what I mean? You know they're, that's they're, right. That's if somebody true, cuts me off. Fuck it. He didn't, at least he didn't cut off my water. <laughs> if somebody farts next to me, at least it ain't fucking methane gas. Eh? <laughs> you know I'm just gonna be happy, bro. I'm gonna be happy for what I have. This that's what I'm gonna do this year. My new resolution is to. Be happy with what I'm ha- what I have right now, and appreciate that I get w- to wake up every morning and walk with my two feet and be thankful. Man, I am so lucky, man. Like we have a podcast that reaches all over the world. Yeah. Like, we got people who listen to us in Ireland, two people in Netherlands, Australia, Australia, fucking Southgate, Middle East, Northern California, and every day, like. Before you couldn't do that, before, like, we just do a comedy show at Wild Coyote, Montebello, and go home, and we only thought 30 people heard us. <laughs> Crazy, huh? And it felt like we didn't, we felt, we go home feeling good now. Oh, but now, exciting, dog. we do a set, we feel good and back, people we talking shit on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, my jokes right now are being translated in Mexico, bro, by a comedian. <laughs> well, we need to translate an ass whipping, dog. Huh? Franco Escamilla. If you guys know a comedian named Franco Escamilla in Mexico, if you guys know a, um, a comedian named Franco Escamilla from Monterrey, Mexico, that guy has been translating my jokes and doing them in Spanish and Louis C.K.'s jokes and doing them in Spanish. Vas a ver, güey. And um, as soon as you make it to over here, we're going to fucking knock your ass out, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to step on that ingrown toe. We're going to send a couple of sicarios after your ass. <laughs> That's, that's why, man, I'm going to start translating. That's why I always thought I'm going to translate my jokes into Spanish and do a 30-minute Spanish bit for the, 
whatever. You might as well, dude. Paul Ogata, you know Paul Ogata? Yeah, yeah. The Asian comic, his jokes are translating to Chinese and some Chinese comedians do them in China. Because Hong Kong Chinese comedy is big right now. Yeah, dude. Really, fool? Damn. I heard somebody, bro, is translating your jokes in Aborigine, bro. <laughs> and, and killing it in a cave. <laughs> right there on the Rock of Gibraltar. They don't, they don't even know who's the... They don't even know who Tony Soprano is, bro. <laughs> but these motherfuckers are pantomiming his ass. <laughs> Show me a pan of mine. Yeah, man. I feel grateful, man. Like, I'm every morning, man, I get to get up and kiss my wife, make love to her if I want to, you know, or if she's working, you know, on something, I could go, I could walk over there naked and bother her. This you know, or, or, or tap my penis on her, on her keyboard, you know, while she's working. See, I, I feel great that I could do things like that, man. I'm, I'm blessed, man. Like this guy's that get up in the morning and go to work. Or, like, or getting back to the motherfuckers who don't go to work but still have a photography. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm an artist. I'm pursuing a dream. You like know? those painters, bro. Like like every time like they have like an event somewhere in East LA, they got all these painters that are going to be there. <laughs> Painting the same painting. The same fucking uh, chair face, huh, fool? Yeah. The Miliano Zapata right there. I think, man, every artist out there, you should just keep working, man, and keep the keep the economy moving, man. If you're not, if you're, you're in, if you're in, um, everybody, because everybody thinks that um, as an artist, even myself, as a, as a stand-up comedian, they think because it worked for that comedian or it worked for that artist, it's going to work for them. Oh, Basque was homeless. Bro, does that mean you have to be homeless? Basque with a heroin addict. Yeah, bro, but he 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 came from good parents, bro. That was his choice. You you have a, you have a choice too. You don't have to be homeless. Oh, he was a struggling artist. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to fucking use their or, struggle or, for that or, um, or or they say that um, or they're gonna be alcoholics and be a bum like because Bukowski, Bukowski yeah. was an alcoholic. Yeah, man. Bukowski must have been alcoholic, but he rode every night. <laughs> Drunk. He rode every night, and he still had a job. A mailman, right? A mailman. In L.A. Every time Charles Bukowski had a job all the time. That's a trip. I forgot about that. And then remind me of the American Splendor dude uh, again. Uh, Fonte had a job. They all had jobs. Back in the days, every artist as an author had a job. They had always had jobs, and they did their art. Now everybody thinks they don't have to work no more. I th- you know what, Felipe? I think a lot of people think it's just a picture or a post. You know what I mean? A yeah, post a or like picture a or post behind it. You know what I mean? And it's even funny too, like with like you know how like people want to brand themselves or people want to be like they they try to use things that are gonna like you know it worked for somebody else, another comedian, maybe like a look, or yeah, maybe a like look a, to what you're talking or about. Joe Deals is nasty. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, but it doesn't, dude. They forget the heart and soul. Joe Rogan made a point. Made a good point, bro, on the Joe Diaz. We had Joe Diaz's podcast last week. If you guys want to listen to Joe Diaz's podcast, Joe Diaz on Joe Rogan, it was the one from last week. He said that um, when Joe Diaz does it on stage and he comes out all wild and crazy, you know, that's years of 20 years of experience. And when Joe Rogan does it, that's 20 years of experience knowing what to say, who you're going to hurt, what it's going to affect what. But when you're a young comic doing it for two years and you try to do a bit like Joe Rogan does it or like, or like Joey Coco does it, Joe Rogan straight up, you come out as a mean asshole. 
Yeah, dude, it's true. And, and you're like a, like a douchebag up there. Yeah, dog. It takes years <laughs> to craft that. I've been that fool. It takes <laughs> years, years to craft an act like the way Joe Rogan does it and the way Joey Coco Diaz does it. Because, man, there's a likeability in them that you lack, motherfucker. Yeah, fool. You that's lack a, a likability that. that they have. It's a shine that you create, dog. That you craft yourself, dude, and it's part and piece of you. But that doesn't like, happen. We need to bust out some that joke about um, like the Black Widow. Did he get a laugh at first? Nah, fool. You do. You've seen it, dog. Like remember that I shit? I, <laughs> shit, I was saying I it would to not stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it would not work, fool. I'm like, fuck. But it's not. It wasn't me, dog. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> You know, I've, dude, I've been close to getting assaulted and fucking choked over like shit, Like when that dog. full Digimon here to bust out those black jokes, those just still not funny. <laughs> Remember how, how core it was? Yeah. Remember that full Digimon, he had that joke that was so stupid and racist, it was not even funny, it was this joke. I don't think he still does it. He goes, let me do, let me do a lip. <laughs> this little duck. King Kong is proof. That even back then, black guys like white women. And that was his joke, dog. <laughs> that shit went nowhere, bro. I think he stared, he stared at the floor and his, his whole body dropped. <laughs> and what's up with that fucking comedian trying to sneak into the comedy show, bro? Oh, my God. That motherfucker tries to add me on Facebook after, dog. Did you tell him, bro? Fuck no, dude. What the fuck am I going to tell him for, dude? I was like, oh, my God. All right. It's cool that you come kick it. Somebody Stole talks, $25 from me. Somebody fucking talks to you, whatever, dog. You're going to come again and do it. All right. You get kicked out of the fucking first show. Then the second show, you're going to fucking sneak in again and be over there by the photo. What, what, what am I fucking blind, dog? Are you stupid? There's a bunch of unwritten rules. And even the manager told him, like, how to go about it. You're not going about it the wrong way, dog. And then dropping names and shit. Yeah. My name, my name, my, how the fuck are you be a comedian? Your name is Shrek. <laughs> but see that's a lot of thing a lot of fools don't know and that takes time to learn how to yeah, maneuver man. around comedians and people in this little comedy universe you can't be doing shit like you that you can't be sneaking in like Gabe, like Rodrigo did at the Messia shows <laughs> yeah fool and, and, and they're still trying to hang out yeah it, dude you know this is how I do it fool I sneak in fool and I kick back in the fucking crack of the fucking wall and I don't say nothing dog first nothing. of all man if you're a comedian it's how, yeah, it's, in that backstage, this is how you you never. It's how you it's how you you give respect to comedians. If you don't know the comedian, and that goes for you, you who were there at the Ontario Improv, I'm talking about you. If you're listening, Shrek. If you're listening, this is you, you I'm talking about. You do not bother the headliner before he goes up on stage. Hell if you, if you nah, don't know fool. him, he's trying to get his thoughts together. He don't want about thinking about your punk ass and your punk ass jokes. And your notebooks. I don't care about your notebooks. I got notebooks. I got files too, bro. <laughs> You're not the only comedian that has jokes on notebooks. You fucking caveman. There's nothing new here, bro. Bro, you're, you're, you're bringing nothing new to the game. That's like me walking up to Eddie Van Halen. And bro, Eddie, I just bought a guitar. <laughs> I'm thinking of starting to be a, a, a heavy metal artist like yourself. I'm not comparing my comedy as fucking 40 years of music that Eddie Van Halen has or 30 years of music, but I got 20 years in comedy. And I would have never walked up to Damon Wayans. Actually, I did walk up to Damon Wayans. <laughs> and I, and I, and, but I learned from that. I walked up to him and tried to tackle one of his jokes. <laughs> but he was nice to me. He said, listen, man, you want a job? 
how, go, go talk to Sean Wayans. So then when I saw Sean Wayans, I talked to Sean Wayans. You want a job? Call my brother. I went through all the Wayans brothers. <laughs> it was a long way. To a fucking, to a fucking Keenan Ivory Wayans gave me a job on the Keenan Ivory Wayans show, writing for the show. But it was because Sean called me over finally. Sean called me over and he goes, man, I've been, I've been thinking about how can I get, how can I get a job writing for your brother's show? And he gave me a phone number. And then that phone number, every day they would call me. I had to buy a fax machine, first of all. That was, that was an investment already. <laughs> the fax I said, machine. I a fax machine. So I bought a fax machine and a typewriter. You see, people actually invest in my comedy. I love people think it's just going to happen. You got to put money into people. Goddamn right. Dog. You got to pitch it for gas. You got to buy motherfuckers coffee, Chippo. <laughs> I've been smoking motherfuckers out since 2001, bro. You got to show up with joints, bro. Fat ones. Let me coming you, over you here. You can't with... be fucking calling me. Can you go up on stage and show up? It, those things are over with. I got my <laughs> people. I got Rodrigo here. I got Martin Rizzo. I got Marcela Aguayo. I got Birdman. <laughs> I got Flaco when he wakes up. <laughs> There's people ready. There's people on deck, man. You you can't compete with those guys. You can't compete with Kevin Shea. You can't compete with Johnny Sanchez. You're not at their level, man. You should just um, go up every night till somebody notices you. Yeah, fool. Every night. That's, go that's hang it. out at the comedy store. Be a young comic. Join that battle rap, man. Do something, man. Get yeah. in somebody's hair. <laughs> but not mine, you know? But yeah, dude, go out there and be somebody, dog. Yeah, I man, be somebody. Seriously. Fool. Be the best comedian in La Puente first. <laughs> Call yourself the bad boy. <laughs> get a get a leather jacket with leather with fucking studs and write La Puente Bad Boy on it. The way Jeff Garcia did it. <laughs> Little boots. That bro. guy became the funniest guy in La Puente and got a leather jacket and put La Puente Bad Boy with studs. Cause he was ready, people. <laughs> La Puente Bad Boy, bro. Baby Dice. Right. All right, people. What's up, fool? Happy New Year show. Hell yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Don't forget about Flint. They're thirsty. <laughs> and the gas over there in Porter Ranch, the state of emergency. Oh, what's our name? Oh, people. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay. We have a new podcast. Lisa and I have a podcast. Lisa is part of Felipe's part. It's called the Enchilada Casserole Podcast. <laughs> the Enchilada Casserole Podcast coming soon next month. That's cool. Dude. Listen to it. What's up, fool? Go to Felipe'sWorld.com. We got Miklo waiting on the side talking about <laughs> if you guys don't have a guest, I'll be a guest. Let's <laughs> talk to that fool, dog. He's over there. Isaac. <laughs> no, anyway, so he's busy, man. <laughs> he's busy. He's doing his thing. Shout out to our listeners from cross country, Glenn Carlin in the Netherlands. Cleo. Cleo. Man, that was funny, man, when she was talking shit about John Caparulo, too. <laughs> it's going worldwide, dog. This motherfucker does not understand how much love people have for Joey Coco Diaz. That fool's fucking retarded. What are you living in a rock? Dude, go over there and apologize. Shut the fuck up and disappear, dog. Fighting words, bro. Hell yeah, dog. Fighting words. You know how that fool gets, dog. Uh, when he gets rolled, I'm fucking over it. I'm done. You're done. Disappear. You're done. You're done. He was probably going crazy, huh? Oh, he fool. He probably was typing with his daughter on his lap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to rewrite it again. Oh, my God, dude. I, dude. Fuck, dude. It's just like, dude, you weren't there, but um, that one time when he went off on Jeff Valdez, it's like, you don't want Joey Diaz going off on your ass, dog. And that's it, dude. So. 
Whatever, bro. Don't ever come. Yeah, crack on him one time. Huh? Oh, Phil, that's when we sat pagers, dude. You fuck. You used to fucking um, page him with my phone number in Riverside, and then he'll be calling. I don't know who this fucking is. Fucking, if you want to play games, you better get Monopoly. Stop fucking around. This is a business line only. And then we see him over there at the comedy store next week. If you fucking do that again, Felipe, I'm not going to talk to you for a month. <laughs> We're all laughing at that. <laughs> but yeah, dog. What's up, fool? Happy New Year. Look out for the... Inshallah, the Casserole podcast, but we still have the What's Up Food podcast with me, Rodrigo Torres. Yeah, man. Happy yeah, man. Year, man. Oh.